And who showed up? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Showed out. Chris Paul, he'll put up a three-pointer. Shazam! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. A playoff career high 41. Chris Paul, you don't guard me, I'll make you pay. And he's jarring threes. Three-point range, he'll shoot it and get it. Shazam! And the foul. He's knocked down. He's doing it all last night. If, if we do what we're supposed to do, I'll get the last laugh. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another. Michael Smith, plus Super Bowl champion quarterback Joe Theismann. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody, welcome to our number one of three of a three-hour extravaganza I like to call the Rich Eisen Show, named after me. (laughs) I am your humble host, uh, Rich Eisen. (laughs) Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How Rich, are you? man, hard to stay humble when you're stunting on a jumbo. When I am stunting on a jumbotron. Uh, Mr. Feller is in for uh, Del Tufo who's doing something. How are you? Good to see you, Mr. Feller. Uh, TJ Jefferson, uh, a, a good Thursday to you, sir. We actually have that tweet framed. It's hard to be humble when you're stunting on that the was, jumbotron. That was actually yeah. a birthday gift for me from Steven Soderbergh. Let me pick that name wow. up. Hold on a second. Jeez. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> That's what we're doing on okay, the first sorry. Oh, I should have stretched before I mean, starting wow. the show. Wow. Who knew? Who, and he gets on me, Chris. <laughs> Hold on a second. Here's words I never said in front of a microphone before. A birthday gift from Steven Soderbergh uh, and his wife, Jules Asner, uh, that they bought off of Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Well, people stitch tweets on Etsy. Welcome to our Thursday hey. show. I didn't know you had that right over there, actually. <laughs> I love all that. right. Uh, all right. So uh, I asked a question. It was rhetorical at the time. I believe it was uh, two weeks ago. Probably about two weeks ago. Let's just put, for, let, let's put it this way. I asked it bef- just mere days before uh, he tested positive for COVID, <laughs> supposedly fully vaccinated. Um. But the the question was rhetorical at the time. Still is, you know, without an answer right now. You can answer it either way. But uh, I I I I think there's we we do have an answer to it, and that's with the ultimate of respect to the two teams remaining in the Eastern Conference Finals. Question is: Is this Chris Paul's moment? Is this his time? And it sure looks like it, because. The usual things that have been befalling Chris Paul in his career. 16 years now, right? 16 years, man. Every single time where it looked like it could be his moment, the basketball gods stepped in and said, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Like Mutombo, right? In a, in, a, in a Geico commercial. <laughs> no, no, right? no. Trying to make it current for the kids out there watching on Peacock. And we'll get more kids once uh, Xander returns from camp and starts producing our TikTok page. <laughs> and um, number of times, number of times where it's just like, yeah, I don't think so, Chris. And it looked like it's going to happen to him again. When his shoulder, he shows up with his shoulder all cupped and bruised yeah. and <laughs> to the Lakers series and and taped up, and then it it, it they. He gets hit in that shoulder, and it looks like it. It looked like maybe we'll learn this after it's all over, when he has some sort of procedure or something. I don't know, but it looked like his shoulder came out of its socket during the first round series against the Lakers, and the Lakers were coming out all 
full of confidence from the State Farm Playing Tournament. Remember where you, they used to have that? They remember that? <laughs> You're obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> But it sure looked like okay. That, that, that's great, Chris, because the Lakers have got you know LeBron and and Anthony Davis, and you're playing with half of half of your upper body, and that was nice. That was a nice run. You know, the bubble last year with Booker and the bubble squad getting you uh, from Oklahoma City, and that was a great regular season. But that's a wrap because that's the usual Chris Paul thing, except that yeah. didn't happen. Yep. Except that didn't happen. And then we all know Suns and four. <laughs> and then after Suns in four, and now we'll watch the Clippers and Jazz beat each other up while Suns in four, that's when COVID hits. <laughs> when he's fully vaccinated, according to all reports, he has not said anything on that subject, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, and then he misses the first two games of the Western Conference Finals. His first Western Conference Finals doesn't play in the first two games. Because he's out with COVID. Well, that's the way that, that one went. Except it didn't. Except he comes back. And his last two victories in the series. As a matter of fact, his only two victories in the series. This is crazy. These only two victories in the series. Came on uh, the Clippers court. Sorry, but it's kind of wild. It is kind of wild. Yeah. They win the first two at home without him. Then they lose one in Los Angeles, and then they win one in Los Angeles, lose the next one at home, and then win one in Los Angeles. How about that? Chris Paul's two wins in the Western Conference Finals happen on the court of the Los Angeles Clippers. His two wins, he gives... A hug after one and a shout-out after the other verbally to Billy Crystal and his wife, calling him family and giving a shout-out to all the Laker fan, uh, the uh, Clipper fans there last night. And he does it by, look, Jay Crowder had a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Devin Booker is so fun to watch. DeAndre Ayton is fun to watch. Monty Williams is fun to watch him coach. It's great to just watch his demeanor never change and his confidence never waver and everybody buying what he is selling. It's fun. It's fun. It's what basketball should be about. A team that rises from the ashes in Phoenix, which they have. They were terrible. terrible. They were brutal terrible. terrible. They were worse than brutal terrible after all. A while, and then they go to that bubble last year and light it up and just miss the playoffs, which is a benefit to them. They didn't have that long slog in the bubble that I think hurt a lot of teams. Clippers were the last one from the bubble last year to survive it this year. And, you know, Paul George, I understand him saying that if Kawhi was there, they would have moved on. And that's easy to say, but also factual. I can't sit there and say that. You can't sit here and say that. I'll say it for you. Rich. I know you can, and I know you're hurting today, <laughs> and, and I understand why you would be hurting today because the Clippers had a team that you could really root for and had a lot of heart and guts and determination and, and went as far as they've ever gone, and 
gave you reason to hope, certainly when it is a wide-open tournament and anybody could win it, certainly when everybody's dropping like flies physically and the Suns are the most physically intact team than anybody that's left. Obviously, the Clippers are out, and you take a look at what's going to go down in the Eastern Conference Finals Game 5 tonight. We have no idea. Doubtful. Giannis is doubtful, and we'll see if Trey Young even plays. But you can't discount Chris Paul and this being his moment. Sure feels like it. Sure sees like it. Dropping 31 in the second half for 41 points. He was the one. He was the one left open. He was the run running those high pick and rolls that were picking apart the Clippers last night. It doesn't help that, you know, they're trying to, Clippers are leaning on Boogie Cousins and everybody that really wasn't supposed to be leaned on, everyone in different roles. But Chris Paul saw the moment and wasn't going to leave it open to chance in a game seven in the ultimate leave it open to chance NBA playoffs we've ever seen, I think. And he lifts the Western Conference Championship trophy in the home of the Clippers, where he won his two Western Conference final games. Can't make this stuff up. And the Suns sit back and watch the banged-up Hawks and Bucks play one another. Hopefully for them, for as long as they possibly can keep banging each other up. They host game one of the NBA Finals. Phoenix? Sure feels like it. It's Chris Paul's moment. Good for him, man. Good for him. It's awesome. And uh, so the Suns move on, or the Suns are shoved by Patrick Beverly on. What was that about, <laughs> by the way? I don't know. You know, we were talking about this pre-show. and um, What was that about? It, it, I told Chris, the funny thing is, because I know Chris is not a Pat Beverly fan, but, it, you know, a lot of people on well, Twitter. because he's not on his team. Well, that's true. I mean, that's the, the, pa- it, Patrick Beverly. We've seen athletes like like him in many sports, like Draymond. If you if you're not a, a Warriors fan, you probably hate Draymond. I don't know, man. It just seems like Pat Bev takes things to extreme. Well, the, look, he was the, he, and and the 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 broadcast spent on occasion an inordinate amount of time on the Patrick Beverly story. I noticed you tweeted that yesterday. Well, I mean, the Suns <laughs> went on like a seven zero run during the story of Patrick Beverly, so. <laughs> Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a terrific story as Breen pointed out. I mean, his itinerary is all over the world and I do love stories like that where guys believe in self and then they have a certain, you know, chip on their shoulder. I mean, TB 12 is the, is the, is the shoulder chip player of this century, you know? <laughs> True. So, um, and maybe for, you know, for 80 more years to come. So I, I, I always value the shoulder chip and the story of somebody who's self-made. And then he finally gets to the NBA and the place where he's making his bones, he is sent packing because Chris Paul's acquired. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. But you're out. Chris is here. And then that falls to complete crap. And again, one of the many moments I'm sure Chris Paul's thinking about today is all the guys that aren't there and he's there and Harden being one of them, if they did have that sort of relationship that we heard they couldn't even shoot on the same end of the practice floor together. So I understand that Pat Beverly, Patrick Beverly may have a Chris Paul problem. And I don't know if Paul said something to him. I mean, Chris Paul is the king of the veteran maneuver where 
the retaliator gets the whistle yeah. and he <laughs> walks away into his State Farm commercial, scot free. You know, like that, like the number of times where, you know, he winds up flailing on the floor and the replay shows he's the one who's flailing. And, you know, Beverly even made that sort of Pinocchio type maneuver, <laughs> you know, like, you know, marionette maneuver to mimic Chris Paul flailing into his body and, you know, and Boogie Cousins. You know, walking past him, and then his elbow kind of brushes up against the side of his head, and he and Chris Paul falls down flat, and Boogie's called for technical, but not a common foul. And Chris is sitting there laughing, laughing, <laughs> basically saying, "Throw him out." You know, Chris is the that guy; he's the king of that guy. But guys coming off the floor, he's kicking your ass, and you give him a two-handed shove in the in the back. Yeah, I, I can't like, when he's not looking. Like, what was that about? I can't defend that. You know, it's just like Chris and I were talking. Half of Twitter was trashing Chris Paul during the game about him flopping and his antics. And then as soon as he got pushed, it was like, how could you do that to Chris Paul? So, yeah, I mean, look, I probably shouldn't have done that. That was it's, it's, that's just it's, a horrible, it's low horrible rent. Look. It's a low rent uh, way for the, the season. And although I don't know if he said something that would trigger him, I have no idea. But you still can't shove somebody in the yeah, back like that. Yeah. And. And, and and it'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch these finals because um, Chris Paul, This is if this is his moment, this will be his moment of being talked about as one of the greats of all time, which, you know, a lot of people consider him points God. He's an assist God. He's uh, steals God. You know, he's he's done all that, but he's never won the big one. He's never won the big game. Well, now... Got four He's the, in the finals now. He's got to win four more. And, I know against a banged up Eastern Conference team, they should beat. Let's be honest. If they think, if they stay so. healthy, I mean, and Devin Booker keeps taking. How many more shots to the face can some guy take? Jeez, right. So I mean, he took a direct elbow from Paul George last and he night, took the right mask to his off, nose. You know, his mask was oh, the, the, Chris. The, those two people. times that he went to the basket and flushed it down, two hand flush. Ooh, yeah, that Ooh. was that I mean, was dirty. <laughs> he is so good. Booker is so good because again, we're talking about Chris Paul and Aiton is just a terrific Monster. player Monster. who can play with his back to the basket. Yep. He could play facing the basket. Yep. He can pick and roll you. He can crash the boards. He can make some moves, too. There was one time where he did sort of like a dipsy-do where he was going towards the hoop, and he had to turn his back to the hoop and flipped it over his head in the basket. He is supremely talented. Yeah. And and a matchup problem for most teams, you know, in this three-point era. Like, he's kind of like an old-school pivot man but he also has a a game that isn't an old school pivot he's man averaging game. 16 to 12 he's terrific playoffs. he's terrific 70 awesome. percent shooting and the bench is good this kid Payne is realizing his moment yep. jay crowder from your celtics team well jay I crowder's mean, put on a lot of teams i know that you know he's a guy he's that making threes he he's, can do things he's yeah, a he big can. body he can defend i mean he had five blocks in a game earlier this postseason and he can hit a big three when you need it and that coach miss that guy and that coach who never seems to raise his voice I love his interviews during the um, in-between periods, too. He might be the most well-liked guy in the association right? as well. It seems like. like it. seems everybody loves that dude. Knicks couldn't use him either, so, <laughs> even though he played for him. Knicks are going to get Dame. You're fine. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Knicks fans think they are. Please. Please. Who are they going to send? Who are they going to send? I don't know. IQ? Quickly? Figure it out. Spike. No, I mean, who else? Spike Lee, the 
Lady Liberty. All these, all the great Nick Brooklyn oh, Bridge. Forget it. forget it. Don't get me started. Please oh, do not Street get Jersey. me started. <laughs> certainly when, certainly when, um, Liberty, certainly, certainly when, um, my, my Yanks, uh, were so terrific finishing that game last night. That oh took my forever God. To finish. Did you watch the end of it? <laughs> Did I watch the end of it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Look, I can't say anything. My team got. 20 put up on them last night. Well, so. guess what? Your team, it's also a very important day for the New York uh, Metropolitans. Yes, it is. It is Bobby Bonilla Day. Holiday. And this is going to be great. Um, so let me set up the rest of the show here. Um, uh, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times will join us in hour number two because it is today, 10 weeks from today, that the National Football League 2021 Cam Week campaign it? kicks off. 10 weeks. Oh, my. Two and a half months, but 10 weeks Ten weeks sounds shorter than two and a half months. Um, by the way, two and a half months is, uh, is, is, uh, is at one of Ashton's finest, right? Your buddy? The original title. Oh, it helped pay for the hoopty that Mila uh, pawned off on, uh, on TJ. That was that 70s show money, Rich. Oh, my bad. the two and a half. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 10 weeks from today is when the Cowboys pull into... Raymond James for the first game of the 2021 regular season of the National Football League and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting that game and Rick Stroud covers this team. Let's check in with the world champs on the first day of July, the first day of the rest of the year. And that's because every month from this month, this point forward, now that we're in July, we made it, will contain football of some kind. Training camps open up. Soon you're going to see conferences in the college football start talking about, you know, it's Big Ten Media Day, Pac-12 Media Day, SEC Media Day, ACC Media Day will be great, certainly since all eyes will be peeled to see if our friend Dabo Swinney from Clemson shows up since he said that if college ever becomes professionalized, he would quit. And today is day one of the NIL, name, image, and likeness, um, where players are going to start making money. And we're already hearing that deals have already been struck. Great, it's hearing awesome. that there are some like local uh, radio affiliates that have that are the home of fill in the blank football are going to start paying players to appear weekly, giving them a fee. Love it. That is it's great. That is it. Buddy Garrity Motors, someone. Buddy Garrity Motors, come on down. I mean, fast food <laughs> come joints, on down. tire places. Let's go. You know. That'll be like that, that, what would be the Buddy Garrity Motors line? It'll be uh, full, uh, full of what? Full eyes, clear heart, clear, clear heart, eyes. can't close without you, then, right? Like, without hey. your deal. <laughs> <laughs> the Minnesota Golden Gopher is brought to you by Jerry Lundegaard Truecoat. That's a little Fargo reference for everybody right there. This is my deal. Okay, so Rick Stroud will join us. Michael Smith of Brother From Another. Every single day we take you to Brother From Another right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. He'll join us top of hour number three because there's lots to talk about with him. And then Joe Theismann. Joey T, he's playing in that, um, that American Century Golf Championship in Tahoe in a couple weeks. He's calling on to, to, to promote that. Let's see what Joe's handicap is. Joey T. What's he says he's a two. Joey T's a Jeez. two. Jeez. Joey T is a two. Wow. It's Bobby Bonilla Day. When we come back, what did baseball and the world look like <laughs> on the last day of Bobby Bonilla's career? 
that on this day, 20 years later, is still paying him an annual fee of over a million dollars. And for 14 more years. After this. Did you call my car? Oh, don't move. This is going to be fun. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. You are the commissioner of baseball. I make you commissioner of baseball right here, right now, to start off. What what do you do? Nothing that anyone would like. <laughs> Why would you say that? Uh, because they're not going to like my ideas. Instant replay's over. Why? Who cares? Because if you see it at home, you need to use it, right? Why Why do we have a, a balls and strike umpire? Do we, we don't need that. We can easily do that with GPS. Why is he there? The GP, well, okay. Why is he there? Why don't get rid of him then? That you might actually happen. That might actually happen. And then what do you have? A Not, robot, it, a robot, yeah, I guess? Or... Yeah. There's a, there's a value to charm, my friend. There is a value <laughs> to it that we right. sometimes ignore. Uh-huh. Okay? So replay's gone. Out. Replay's gone. I do kind of like replay, but it bothers me. <laughs> so, yeah. a designated hitter is gone. So why? Because well, I mean, that's not baseball. One of the essential, one of the great principles of baseball's democracy of talent and physique. This is what makes baseball very special. Right. Democracy of talent and physique. Everybody plays. Plays it. Okay. Everybody. Right. So the little shortstop, the slugging uh, left fielder, Uh they're all, everyone's welcome. Right. It's it's democracy. Okay. And pitchers hit homers. Sometimes. Now that's true. Now that's true. I mean, that the moment Bartolo Colon went yard was like yeah. a nas- should have been a national holiday. Yeah, should should we have gotten rid of that? 
That's but people can't accept perfection. That's the problem with human beings. <laughs> they can't go. This is fine. Leave it alone. Right. We got one decent thing. Just leave it alone. So why can't you have uh, a designator in one league and, and one in the other league? You 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 don't have. It's a- nine against nine. Right. Everybody on the field plays the game, mm-hmm. and the game is you hit the ball and you catch the ball. That's the game. And in terms, there's no specialization. <laughs> right. Okay, let's put up a different hitter in this situation. Mm-hmm. No, everybody. That guy. You're not on. You're not in the field. You don't get to hit. Period. So we're 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 got rid of instant replay. Instant replay. Designated uh, hitter. Yeah. Is there? You got a third. You got um, a. What do you think of just the intentional walk? Like just you go to first now. No, don't like that either. Why? It's fine. How much time are you saving? <laughs> About 10 seconds. I mean, it's 10 seconds we yeah, can all save. It's like when someone texts you the letter K <laughs> instead of OK. What are you doing with that time? Or thanks. Are you going to add that up and so you can watch an 11-minute mm-hmm. YouTube video of a skateboarder bouncing his nuts off a railing? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Someone's texting me T-Y right. instead of thank you. T-Y. I'd like to bounce your nuts off a railing. <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, we just showed our Peacock audience uh, a clip from four years ago that I haven't seen since that when I interviewed Jerry Seinfeld before, uh, I think it was his stand-up special on Netflix. And um, didn't he doesn't like... <laughs> he doesn't like the automatic intentional walk. He wants you to go through the paces of, of, of throwing four outside yeah, the strike yeah, yeah. zone. I love that. What's the deal because with the DH? Because <laughs> he said it's similar. You're not saving enough. You're not saving any time. Like, what is it, 10 seconds? He says it's the same thing as somebody who texts the letter K to you. <laughs> like, what, you, you can't write OK? Right. Like, T-Y. BRB. I, I, I don't use all that. You know what I, you know what I don't like, too? I do. Here's what I don't like. You know what I don't like? Speaking of all that stuff, the emoji stuff, you know what I don't like? I don't like the thumbs up. In response to people, I don't like it. You know what I don't like? Because I think I, 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 <laughs> when you thumbs up a like, when you like something, you do that a lot too. I, I thumbs up. That's thumbs. your way of saying I've received what you've gotten. <laughs> I got it. I'm on right, it. Like you got it. But I'm it's on also, it. there's, there's, you know, but but sometimes giving you the emoji of the thumbs I, up. I hate the emoji thumbs up. I don't know why it rubs me the wrong way. I gave way. you a thumbs up on a text you sent me the other day. You asked me to do something. I was. Just I know like, you. Gave, you gave me the thumbs up, and it's sort of, it's kind of impersonal. Hi, Sarah, Sarah just, does that to me. It's and, impersonal. And it makes no, I, feel like, like, I got you. Yeah. No, oh, Rich, it means you want me to do something, Attitude. and instead of me wasting time, t- type out a bunch of stuff, I just hit you with that and let you know I was on it. Yeah. And, and I was moving along. Yeah. So, I added to Del Tufo this morning. The emoji thumbs up. <laughs> It, I feel the attitude. But you button. give you you hit the. But button. I do the button on the text. Yeah, like you up. like. Yeah, I, I, hate yeah, that. I like, like it. it. I got it. Yeah, but sometimes. What's I don't, the difference? But what, what do you want me to say back? Like, okay. Do you do you you know? And you know what? You know, and the thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs the down. Send the thumbs down. That's like the don't pass line of yeah. emojis. Like, no. You know, like you. <laughs> you know, like you, it's it's bad. It's bad. You're like you're 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 rooting for bad car. I don't like the thumbs down. Who sends thumbs down? Me. What are you thumbs <laughs> down you to? Do. Stuff I don't like. <laughs> yeah, if like if like TJ is like, oh, Pat Beverly's amazing. I like thumbs down. Oh, well, that's fine. But you know I'm just mean? talking about just general. Com- it's just yeah, you know. Or if like it's a, it's also it's like for bad news. Like if someone's like, hey guys, look, I can't make it. Oh man, I'm sorry. Thumbs down. Yeah, but the, why not say, oh man, I'm sorry. Like you know, well, it's, it's like, impersonal. It it's long. a very save personal. Save ten seconds. Yeah, you save ten seconds of your day. 
<laughs> Once again, Jerry Seinfeld's on something. <laughs> What's okay. T-Y. T-Y. I don't like those. T-Y. I, yeah, I definitely don't like First them. time somebody sent me T-Y, I'm like, why are they calling me Ty? <laughs> yeah. You know what I hate? Honestly, I did. I hate L-O-L more than, yes. like, oh, I, oh man, I L-O-L, like, don't ever oh, text God. me L-O-L. Well, like, it's, I'll, it's I'll, I'll type okay. out E-H-E-L, like, I'll type it out, but the L-O-L drives me up the wall. Now I know the next time you thumbs up emoji me, <laughs> well, check what your my phone response right is going to be. Check your phone right L-O-L. now. L-O-L. <laughs> Also, also, check your phone right now. Check your phone right now. Right? <laughs> oh, you son! <laughs> I texted him. LOL. <laughs> you guys, what a bunch of morons. I just text, fella. I text these guys six thumbs ups and thumbs down emojis because they oh, like them so. I'm going to put that on the poll. Thanks for leaving me out. Very good. <laughs> October seventh, two thousand one. October seventh, two thousand one. What happened that day, Rich? That was the date that Bobby Bonilla stepped to the plate for the Cardinals, pinch hitting for Edgar Renteria in the ninth. Wow. He struck out swinging. The Cardinals lose 9-2. They go on to win the division, advance to the playoffs. They lost to the Diamondbacks in a division series in which Bonilla did not play. So this was the final at-bat of the career of Bobby Bonilla, who was a crucial part of the Pirates. Yeah run with Jim Leland as the manager and the Bonds been the uh, Van Slyke in that in outfield the, in, in, in the early 90s right and that's when Bonds first started coming you know into his, his game as a stick thin five tool surefire Hall of Fame player right I got to witness a lot of those games oh my gosh but then Bobby Bo joined the Mets in the worst team that money could buy, to use the phrase at the time, where his, um, uh, shall we say, communications with the New York media were um, absolutely, uh, what's the word for it? Um, no, like a dumpster fire, total <laughs> dumpster fire. They told Bob Clappish, covering the team, make your move, like strolled up to him, yep. you know, with his chest puffed, and it was the Mets were supposed to be terrific, and... Um, spent a ton of money, and it was brutal. And that um, contract that Bobby Bo signed, Chris, uh, do you have that information there uh, in, yes. in front of yes, you? Yes, by. The contract that he signed has an annual annuity that's paid out till he's 72 years of age, till 2035, correct? 2035. And today is the day on which it is paid. It is paid every July 1st, and it has become then be known as Bobby Bonilla Day, a perfect example of the Mets, um, I guess, uh, bad <laughs> karma. Come on. Absolutely. They're bad, they're, they're bad team building for so many years. It's also uh, a sign of them not having the money. Not having the money in the big media market, not using the money, not having it. Like, we're, we're, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sign our guy to a big contract, and they'll pay him out a million bucks per year for a quarter century and more. Well, we, just, we can't afford it now, but we'll just kick it all the way down to 2030. Yeah, so he actually had a five-year deferred from the Orioles at the same time as the Mets. From wow. 2011 to 2015, he got $2.5 million oh, no. over five years deferred. And then the Mets kicked in in 2011. There you go. A 25-year, 
$29.8312 million uh-huh. deferred contract. So he gets $1.19 and change from 2011 until 2035. Now, Steve Cohen, the uh, the don't call me Bobby Axelrod of the New York <laughs> Mets, um, was joking when he took over the franchise that they were going to give, they were just going to pay out Bobby Bow and give him one big check or, or give him his annuity and one big check in a, in a, uh, Photo op at one of those Chase, big lottery at, checks at City right? Field. Yeah, yeah, one of those big lottery guys. checks. Yeah. That's not happening though, right? We're, that is not happening. They made an announcement yesterday saying that tomorrow's a big day. Just you wait. Have they? The Mets didn't they tweet something out? Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the announcement is that uh, Bobby's going to host uh, sponsored with Airbnb in City Field the ultimate Mets overnight experience starting July eighth. Mets fans can go on Airbnb and request to book one night at City Field. On July 28th with Bobby Bow. With Bobby Bow. Yeah. Make your move. Airbnb.com <laughs> slash Met. What time do you think he checks? Wow. Like, did I get paid yet? 12. So <laughs> Bobby Bow is one. now making more money from the Mets? I don't know if this is. He's not doing uh, this out of the goodness of his heart. Probably not. They're paying him. Probably not. I imagine this is an Airbnb so Mets slash. So the thing. Mets are like, you know, you're famous for yeah. us not being able to pay you for so long. So let's let's have fun with it. Make a deal with Airbnb and and City Bank, right? With our partner of naming our stadium, right. and uh, let's do something. And I'm sure, you know, Bobby Bo getting a phone call from a billionaire owner of the Mets must be like, uh, "All right, how much you want to pay me?" He's making more money out of it, huh? He's making more wow. money. If you want to have a good time, just read the comments under this post. <laughs> <laughs> well, at any rate. What else happened on October seventh, two thousand one? This how long? This is how long That's it's so been long since ago. Bobby Bonilla has been has played a game. Twenty years ago, this October, <laughs> and he's still getting paid off for another fourteen years. On that day, his former Pirates teammate Barry Bonds hit his seventy third home run. Jeez, he hit the seventy third and final home run of the season, which, as you know, stands today as the record with whatever asterisk you want to put on it. All of them. <laughs> on the day that Bobby Bo took his last at bat, <laughs> he's still getting paid. You know, collected his three thousandth career hit. Ricky Henderson on that day. Wow! First inning double to right in the game. This the Padres uh, and San Diego would lose to the Rockies fourteen to five. But <laughs> Barry Bonds hit seventy third career his home run of his season, and Ricky hit his three thousandth career hit on the same day. That's amazing. The Seattle Mariners were going for what would have been a major league record 117th win. You remember that Mariners team? I do. Lost to the Rangers 4-3 to on an RBI single at the top of the ninth inning by Rafael Palmeiro. Jeez. Who would later go on to have a heck of a day in front of Congress. Man. You know who the winning pitcher that day was? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes Sr. <laughs> what? Which is one way to put it. But Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. The father of the current <laughs> co-Madden cover player. Oh, my goodness. Hey, speaking of the Madden cover, the other guy who's on the Madden cover right now, which is kind of crazy, Tom Brady made his second career start that day. His second career second start? Second career start. Lost 30-10 to 10 <laughs> in Miami, welcoming him to a lot of... Fun days in Miami for can, him. Can, just, can we just stop on that for a second? Tom Brady was making his second career start. 
And and the photograph, put that up one more time, will you, Hoskins? It looks like he's on the infield. You remember the Marlins were playing inside the football oh, stadium? Yeah, 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 you're right. He's on an infield. Yep. He's on an infield dirt. I mean, who's right? he handing off to? Okay. He went 12 of 24 for 86 yards that day, sacked four times, fumbled twice, both recovered for the Dolphins by future Hall of Famer Jason Taylor, who also scored a touchdown <laughs> in one of the fumbles. On the day that Bobby Bonilla took his last at-bat and he's making a million-plus dollars on his annuity today with 14 more such payments to come. Wow. Number one box office film on that day. Oh, man. Good one. Training day. Number one at the box office on that day. Boom. Number one song, Fallen by Alicia Keys. And Price of Gas was $1.35. Of course it was. Wow, that, that, Happy Bobby Bonilla Day, everybody. That is, that is amazing. <laughs> well done. Good for Bobby Bo. Yeah, Rich, and I think when Cohen bought the team, I think, you know, he talked about just paying him off, but I think he also talked about embracing it every year. Yeah, too, in, the it, of, in the form yeah. of, uh, so, you know, come hang out at the yeah. home of the Mets overnight. It's a thing that's Let's happening. Keep it. So you know, it gets people it. to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. the squad. We're doing well, so put some extra eyes Would on it. Would it be right so? for the Mets to pay it off? I don't know if they're allowed. Huh. And if you're Bobby Bo, would you do that? I don't think Good I would question. do that. I don't know. Yeah, don't... you'd probably take what? He's got how many left? 14 left? He's got 14 left. 14 payments left. I mean, I think Dion's still dead money on the Reds roster. Wouldn't be surprised. I think he's still cashing March shots checks. Did he get it deferred? I mean, this happens a lot. We don't hear about it. This is obviously the most famous one. Just because yeah, because it happened. Right. Well, and it involved, you know, Birdie made off and all that yeah, stuff. Exactly. Too, so. And the, the Mets um, got a 20 spot put on them, huh? Oh. Oh, I yeah. missed that. I think Ozzy Albies yeah. just hit another home run. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have a, nothing to say. Rough night for me. Rich. I used to follow baseball. <laughs> rough night for I used both to follow guys, baseball. Like... We'll take a break. We'll hit that a little bit. I do have a, a couple of uh, uh, NBA um uh, replay tweaks to make. Oh. Remember, he made a couple. Couple things happened last night that just ticked me off, and they got to get, they got to do away with it. That's coming up next, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. This is a letter okay. written in March of 1998 to Colts owner Jim Ursay, who at the time, a month away in the draft, the decision between you and Peyton Manning. Right. It's from Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> oh, dear G- James. Dear James. Dear James, in response to your addled request for a quick $30 million loan to secure the services of the Manning kid, I have to say no at this time. But the Leaf Boy is another matter. He looks strong and Manning doesn't, or at least not strong enough to handle that welcome to the NFL business for two years without a world-class offensive line. How are you fixed at left OT for the next few years, James? Think about it. You don't want a China doll back there when that freak sap comes crashing in. (laughs) Okay, let me know if you need some money for Leaf. I expect to be very rich when this Depp movie comes out. Your faithful consultant, Hunter, and it's signed HST, with at the bottom scrawled in uh, handwriting, CC John Walsh ESPN and CC Colonel Depp. How did you come into possession of this? So letter? I'm a Chicago Cubs fan, and they were in town last week, and I was sitting there behind the, the dugout, and a guy in LA here, here in LA, and a guy tapped me on the shoulder and and said, "Are you Ryan? Are you Ryan Leaf?" I said, "Yes, sir." And and he said, uh, "Man, I'm just you know just such a fan of what you're doing now with the foundation and everything like that." And he just we talked for a little bit. And he's like, "Have you ever?" Have you ever seen that the Hunter S. Thompson letter? And I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Would you like to see it? And I said, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I didn't believe it for a second, right? And there it came in the email, and I showed it to my my fiance, who's a, a huge Hunter S. Thompson fan, and we read it. And I just the absurdity of the fact that a Hunter S. Thompson knew who I was, and b that he was. He was trying to persuade Mr. Ursay to draft me instead was just comical. And tw- not to see it for 20 years, how does it, it just, it's just nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Right. I called John Walsh of ESPN and he says, because he's known Hunter and his family's known Hunter S for, for years. He said his wife was like, why are they thinking it's not real? And as a matter of fact, it's a thousand percent real. Wow. Wow. And Hunter S. Thompson was a huge NFL fan. And obviously had an opinion on, on the 1998 draft. This well, I is. think now that we know that every, a lot of people had an opinion on the 1998 <laughs> NFL draft. This and is amazing. Isn't that I love that line, is that you don't want a China doll back there when that freak sap comes crashing in. <laughs> the irony of all this, this to right, the irony true. of this, he would go on and play, start the most consecutive games of anybody. That's and <laughs> I would be injured going into year two and miss the entire oh, season. God. So we're just... Just reminding people. Strong, of, underlined. Yes, yeah, strong. strong. Fun stuff. Love when Ryan Leaf is on this program. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Here on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio station, Sirius XM Channel 211, NBC Sports Audio. We're on after Dan Patrick every single day there, as well as here on NBC Sports on Peacock. And speaking of Peacock, which you can get for free at PeacockTV.com, Peacock original Lost Speedways is back with an all-new second season. Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Matthew Dillner pick back up where they left off. 
uncovering the rich histories behind America's forgotten racetracks. Every episode of Lost Speedway Season 1 and the all-new Season 2, streaming now exclusively on Peacock. Sign up at PeacockTV.com to get started. So, um, I'm making uh, an apology for the second straight day to those here listening in Southern California. Um, uh, Certainly on the Mightier 1090, Rich Eisen Show Radio Affiliate. Um, number one of our uh, 2.0 radio business. And um, uh, that said, uh, I apologize because yesterday I said uh, Otani would own the world if he was uh, <laughs> uh, a, a, a New York Yankee and uh, people pay attention more to him uh, when he's just two days in New York than playing an entire season in Southern California um, in, in, uh, in Orange County and um, talked about how he was going to strike out 12 Yankees and how terrific he was going to look in in the Bronx. And then, uh, plot twist, um, sort of an O'Henry type uh, finish, didn't even get get out of the first inning. Yanks batted around, sent all nine men to the plate. And four walks, three hits, seven earned. Seven earned. And then the rains came, and Otani's out. And so that's the issue with Otani when he pitches, is that if you knock him out in the first inning, if you knock him out early, then, you know, they got problems of putting him in the lineup and double switching, you know, Joe Madden's got a, all of his genius gets tested with all these double switches and, you know, they knocked him out, took him right out Boom. in yeah. the first inning. And to say the Yankees scoring seven in any inning has just been rare all year long and they did it in the first. And yet, um, the first time since 1954 that the Yankees put up a seventh spot in the first and lose. And lose. Not one, but two rain delays in the Bronx. Keep oh, it yeah. going. Keep it going. Keep it going till after midnight, damn near one in the morning. And Araldis Chapman comes out. And I'll tell you this, being somebody who watches more Yankee games than any other game that I've seen, um, if you ask me, Chris... Rich, which pitcher have you seen look completely different than the version uh, of what he looked like, you know, not just career-wise, but certainly prior to pitchers being checked for using stuff? Hey, Rich, uh, uh, what, what pitcher have you seen that looks just completely different Thank you for asking that uh, question. than the version <laughs> of, prior to the checking? His of, name uh, is Araldis Chapman. Uh... A 12 ERA since the 10th of June. Just when they're starting to say, you know, we're going to check soon, so you better stop using stuff. Just throwing it out there. I don't know what his spin rate looks like or anything, but I could see like he can't get the ball over the plate. He walked the bases loaded yeah. and then gave up a game-tying grand slam, and then he comes out, and then reliever comes in and gives up two more. Yanks lose. And I think it was, according to Elias Sports, the only the fourth game since 1901 in which one team scores seven in the first – and the other team scores seven in the last because the Angels scored seven in the ninth to win. I mean, I just saw a stat from uh, the Crazy. Angels broadcaster. It was the first loss in 820 games that the Yankees had a four-run four, four run lead in the ninth inning that they lost. So, uh, once again, Yanks have, they come up with their biggest win uh, of the year, uh, putting up a 12 spot, absorbing two home runs from Otani, and then they chase him in the first for the seventh spot and can't even win that one. They're mediocre. That's it. They're a mediocre team. They are a 500 team, and you know, even when they're hitting, their pitching doesn't help. And their pitching 
helps their hitting, doesn't it? It's just a, a team that's way off kilter. And the Angels, what a huge comeback W that is for them. Unfortunately, neither team can, uh, the Angels can't build on that momentum, and the Yankees can't wipe the taste out of their mouth because uh, rain has canceled the finale of that four-game set. Yep. And it looks like uh, Bobby Bonilla Day might get, uh, are the Mets at home? Are they home or, they're, or are, they in the, are they in the ATL? I didn't see that game last night. Uh, Alan Dallas, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you been, Albert? What's going on, man? Swing and a miss, Rich Eisen. That was an unbelievable bad call, but it is what it is. I mean, you went out there, you you, you know, you you genuflected. Oh, to you mean uh, swinging a miss oh, on Otani? You're talking about? Oh yeah, that was unbelievable. Why? Well, I mean, he 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 definitely. Well, it was also 100 degrees out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and um. In California? No, it was in New York. It was 100 oh, degrees no. oh, out I yesterday. Maybe because you were. Maybe no, 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 no. I'm not talking about me. Uh, I'm I'm just saying that it was a, a unique set of circumstances, and I, I don't know if that was him, you know, on the New York stage, not um, not performing because it was a New York stage. I don't know, but uh, I hyped him up, and then uh, the Yankees did him, did him, did him, and skewered him. You know, did him dirty. I, I got a couple things, uh, if you don't mind, on Bobby Bonilla Day. I'm going to rattle off some names for you: okay. Doug Sisk, Mike Scott, Armando nice. Benitez, Robbie Alomar, and Vince Coleman. And I'll throw in Dennis Potman and Charles Smith, too. I would rather have drinks in Airbnb with those guys before Bobby Bonilla, for God's sakes. <laughs> he he, he was, is the poster child for worst men of all time. So uh, even though, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Axelrod did buy the Mets and uh, wants to embrace all this stuff, please don't embrace Bobby Bonilla. He's just the – he's the – the, 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 the it, and it's because of Bernie Madoff that they did the Bobby Bonilla thing, so – it's uh, it's, just, it's nothing it's, to celebrate. I know. It's no, it's nothing to celebrate. You got to distance yourself from it, and that's where you know I would hope uh, I would hope Stevie would uh, would uh, would embrace. And uh, the other thing, um, Jake from State Farm better watch his uh, his, his butt because CP three man, that's not it's the CP three we see on the commercials. Well, and I'll tell you that, and thanks for the call, Al. You know, uh, CP three. If can you name me an athlete? Um, you know, name me another athlete whose commercials always annually outlast his actual playoff performance. Because, <laughs> you know, every sport has uh, a a campaign for the regular season then a campaign for the playoff season. Every okay. sport sees that from a sponsor where they put together some commercials for the regular season then some new ones for the playoffs because everybody's sick and tired of seeing the same commercials over an entire regular season. And then that player gets into the playoffs and then gets bounced early. And then you see him, you know, over, weeks after over, weeks yeah. after his playoff born on date was uh, was expired. Right. And Chris Paul every year in those commercials. Not this year, man. Not this year. That's what, you know, like Mahomes and Rogers, those State Farm commercials, they, kept they, they, they kept going. But, kept they're, going. but they're both in it. Right. Right. right, right. They're both in it. Are they going to have right? a new... Like, like uh, uh, Baker Mayfield commercials well, this ones. year lasted. But this but, this but year... the year before, and not so big much. Problem. Big, big problem. problem. Big problem. First class problem. Well, yeah. But, Do you think that they're going to come up with some new NBA Finals themed? I mean, because Chris got some, He has some time now before... I mean, he could. You know, Bucks-Hawks looks like it might go seven with, you know, some of the I think they probably have him in the can for the NBA Finals. Right. Now he's going to be in it. Congratulations, State Farm. You got Chris Paul commercials all the way to the end with Chris Paul active. That's never happened. <laughs> never before. happened. Unbelievable. Another bonus where you, just to show you it's Chris Paul's year. Let's go to Terzo in Iowa. What's going on, Terzo? What's up, guys? How y'all doing today? Uh, How are you? What's up, counselor? 
Hey, uh, TJ, I'm, I just got to apologize to you, man. I feel so bad. Um, Four? Just kind of keep your head up, you know. One day you're going to get that popcorn machine. Day. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you got yeah, they uh, Drew Carey had 90 days before, and it is him. He is he's the one who's in charge of sending out all the prizes. As far as I know, he does handle all the shipping. Okay, yeah, so, so yeah. he's shipping and handling. Well, shipping yeah, and handling. So, I, figured, I figured he was putting it together by hand. So he might be Terzo. I mean, <laughs> he could be cutting it. He could have some new wood, and he could be at a. Have a miter saw, and oh. you know, he could be doing all. Drew Carey's miter saw is a great fantasy. At that point. <laughs> so, what's on your mind, Terzo? Um, I just hope that uh, we all just kind of keep celebrating Chris Paul and making it to the finals. I really hope that it doesn't kind of start to become a really big deal about all of the injuries, you know, and everybody's starting to say the only reason he's made it there is because it's been such an injury plagued playoff. Um, it's been a good playoff, but it has been, you know. A little sad that we haven't been able to see all of the players at full strength. So I hope we just kind of keep celebrating what Chris Paul has done with this team and not go in that direction. All right. Thanks for the call, Terzo. Appreciate that. There's Terzo in Iowa. How about that? He got a little serious there, Terzo. Is, normally he's just a couple drinks in already there. <laughs> we have quite the list of fantasy names. So Drew Carey's Miter Saw? Drew Carey's Miter Just so many. Just so many. By the way, going on right now, two of the prettiest backhands uh, in tennis that you could see on the, the Wimbledon grass right now. Oh. Roger Federer and Franchman Richard Gasquet, or as we used to like to call him and still do here on the Rich Eisen Show, Dick Gasket. Old Dicky Gasket. Mm. Dicky Gasket. <laughs> Old Dicky Gasket. And, uh, you know, some of these backhands, oh, I mean, just as that, that happened, there's a little backhand slicer from Dick oh, Gasket yeah. to leave Federer looking, uh, you know, to leave Federer looking flat-footed right there. And this is what I think of whenever I am um, on the court myself with my plantar fasciitis and thinking about hitting my backhand. Mm -hmm. I can't do the slice yet, but I can, I can sometimes just, like, go, like, snap it and go high, finish, and... Uh, you know, and we talk about Dick Gasket all the time on the Old, a, on old Dick court. Gasket. We didn't even mention this the other day. Uh, yes. As I see Roger Federer slip and fall near the baseline, Serena had to withdraw right. the other day because yeah. she slipped and fell and injured herself where she couldn't finish the match. So that's a big blow to have her not, sure not in the tournament anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Federer and Dick Gasket going at it right now in the world. Wide like, Dick the Gasket is has sweated through his shirt already and it's only the first set did you see that he's sopping lit like literally he was been in the sauna for the last hour meanwhile well, federer i don't think has a drop of sweat on him well i'll just well federer never sweats i covered three u.s opens you were there at the same time i, I don't think i've ever there, seen yeah. him so i've never i've never watched him sweat but there's richard gasquet right there like he and, is drenched and i'll sell i'll say this because again i'm over caffeinated and have very little left to care about um, <laughs> and you're home alone and yeah. I'm home alone. alone. Uh, I've just, in my experience, having been to France, uh, don't do it, Rich. Not, enough, not a lot of not a lot of deodorant. <laughs> I knew that was <laughs> what. It's just my observation. I was there over the thumbs up. That's my th that's, yeah. just, send I was me a thumbs up over emoji the, if you over agree. the winter. Lol. So I, you know, it wasn't a. I could. I wasn't up and close with people to to, to really smell them. But oh, we're seeing people. <laughs> Look, the other one has a loop Okay, it's getting it's getting hot over there in London right now on the grass. All right, we'll take a break. And hour number two coming up. 
When we come back, we'll talk about the name, image, and likeness conversation involving Reggie Bush's Heisman. That's coming up. Still here on Peacock. Also, I mean, I'm looking at the weather in London right now. It's 5 o'clock. Yeah, what do you got for me? It's 70 and partly cloudy. It's only 54% humidity. Why is Dick Gasket already drenched in the first set? Because he's working hard, Chris. Did he go out and hit it? Night before, what she said. hit the pubs. Maybe hit the pubs along with with oh, the rest of the Londoners a couple days ago, advancing past Germany. And the French are out. Oh, that's right. He's French. Oh, that was a bad loss. Maybe he went to drown his sorrows with all the celebrating Londoners. It's coming out of his pores right now. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> have you ever played tennis on grass? No, I never have either. It looks really hard. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> like, it looks really difficult. I'd rather. I'd say so too. And you know. I mean, it takes uh, this, you can slide on. That's that what I mean. Like, too, I know. I, I, I mean, at our at our age, I, I wouldn't be worried about just ripping the groin off. You're not too off. much older than Serena. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. And by the way, last I checked, you've never given birth to a child either. I've haven't. I haven't. I feel okay. so left out when you guys are watching TV and commenting on things that I can't I, see. I know. Can we get you? A, there's so many in the back. Can just, we just get one out let me here just for ex- you? Let me just explain it to you. Dick Gasket has. <laughs> I mean, Dick, Dickie, old Dicky Gasket is having every pore just, open right now, like, and it is seriously. pouring. It is pouring out of him. It's like he was with Feller on the pier it's last pouring, night. It's pouring. It's pouring out of. It's it's. That was it's love. pour. It's pouring out of him like that Jordan Peele gif. Is he is he flop sweating like Albert Brooks? Is that what you're saying? It's pre- yes. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And by the way, Federer just looks like. I mean, right. Cool as it can be. He's just snapping off back. Like, why is that guy sweating? Ripping forehands, and right now Federer is serving to try and go to a first set tie break. I feel like I'm back on the U.S. Open on CBS. The late night wrap up show. Oh, dude, that was so much fun. We were nominated two out of the three years I did that. One of the best. That Hello, was, Tokyo Gold. I'm coming to Peacock soon. Such a fun summer <laughs> that I was there. That's what I do is I get these shows nominated and they lose. <laughs> It's an honor to be there, Rich. That's what they say. Is that true? It's, it's an honor to be there. It is. I'm the Susan. Delu- I'm the Susan Lucci of our of our whole. One of my first uh, big celebrity sightings. I was there. We were doing a practice thing, and Minnie Driver. I think she was dating Philippusis at the time, dude. And she was there watching practice. I couldn't believe it. The United States Open is one of the greatest it's sports so uh, awesome. events of all time, man. So awesome. Pretty cool. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour number two, Rick Stroud on the state of the defending champs, the Buccaneers. 